Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Summer is here. Pack your bag with sunscreen, your emotional support water bottle, and that steamy bee treat. But wait, don't stop there. This year, there's a new kind of essential that's right at your fingertips. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods, goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut. To explore the bounds of your pleasure, new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy offers a modern approach to romance through high-quality and captivating audio fiction. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash pantsuit. dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing, you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. So when people are reacting that it is a bold and dramatic vision, that is true. It is. But it's also, again, just a non-binding resolution. Bold is one word. Because climate (laughs) experts who put the IPCC report together believe that 30-year period is a really aggressive timeline. And so this 10-year timeline is that is where some of the good faith criticism of the Green New Deal comes in. This is Sarah from the left and Beth from the right. You're listening to Fancy Politics. No shouting, no insults, plenty of nuance. everyone. Welcome to Friday's episode of Pantsuit Politics. We are excited to be with you today because we are going to tell you five things that you need to know about the Green New Deal. And then on Tuesday's episode, we will discuss our opinions about the Green New Deal. We're going to endeavor today to just give you some facts, which is a little bit challenging, I think, as we'll explain in a few Mm -hmm. minutes. But we will get into what we think about the Green New Deal on Tuesday's episode. So this is good preparation. 
But first, we will do some news about the TVA that affects us here in Kentucky. And, you know, Paul Manafort continuing oh, to be um, a modern liar, day Pinocchio. A modern day Pinocchio is where I was going. Yes. I like liar, liar pants. Before we jump into that, though, we wanted to ask you to check out our interview with Brandon Harvey. We love Brandon Harvey and what he does. And we are on his podcast, Sounds Good, talking about our book. You also can come see us in Franklin, Indiana at the Historic Art Craft Theater. We'll be doing an event with the Wild Geese Bookshop, and this is going to be really fun. There'll be a Q&A about the book. We'll do a little bit of a reading from the book. And if you come, you'll get a copy of the book. We'll sign it for you. You'll also get all the pre-order bonuses that folks who pre-ordered the book got. So if you didn't do that and you're just kind of learning about the Pantsuit Politics universe, we would love to see you there in Franklin, Indiana. We will also be on the Mike Huckabee Show next week, and you can get tickets to the taping, which is in Nashville, if you go to the Mike Huckabee Show website. Sarah, I talked to the Nightly Nuance this week about what's going on with the president and the TVA, and I wanted to share it here, too, because I think it's really interesting. There is a coal plant not far from you. Yes, I know it well. I know it well. It's the Paradise Coal Plant. You see it very well on the Western Kentucky Parkway on the way to Lexington and Louisville by the Green River. The TVA was created during the Roosevelt years as part of the New Deal, and it provides power to over 10 million people. It sells power to local utilities. It is a very integral part of Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama. There's some service in North Carolina and Virginia. So it has a pretty broad reach in the part of the United States that we live in. On Monday, TVA released a report recommending that its board close two plants that are coal-fired plants. TVA has a big energy portfolio. So there's some coal and there is renewable energy from a variety of sources within the portfolio. These two plants, one of them being the Paradise plant that is near Sarah, are coal-fired plants and they are in need of enormous infrastructure repair. And TVA's recommendation is that the plants are too expensive to operate that repairing them doesn't make sense, and that the trajectory of TVA needs to be in renewable energy. And part of this is true because, you know, TVA has this kind of broad New Deal-esque purpose, which is about its communities and stimulating the economy. It operates as a private corporation, but it was created by the government, and its board is appointed by the president and confirmed by the Senate. So it's this really weird public-private hybrid. And one of the things TVA is finding is that when they build a renewable energy plant in an area, it attracts business investment into that area. Google data centers, for example, are located near TVA plants that have renewable energy. And that's a really big deal in this part of the United States, attracting that kind of business. So for all of those reasons, TVA has this report that recommends to the board closing these two plants. The president gets on Twitter, as he does, Mm. and Mm. said to TVA, you should rethink this decision and consider all the factors because coal is a very important part of the economy. Interestingly, the coal that is used in the Paradise plant is supplied by a company called Murray Coal. And Murray himself, the president, chairman, CEO of Murray Coal, is a very significant contributor to the Trump campaign and to the Trump inauguration. 
Well, knock me over with a feather. So TVA's board is meeting this week. It's possible they'll have reached a decision by the time this episode airs on what they're going to do. TVA responded on Twitter to the president because that is 2019 in a nutshell, saying, don't worry, Mr. President, we will think through everything, essentially. Mm. Um, We got this. We got this. Thank you. And it's unclear to me, you know, what level of pressure the board will feel from that tweet from the president. But I just think it's a really important glimpse, one, into how the president views money and views his donors and understands his role. Are you looking to say that without using the word corruption? It felt like you were very carefully choosing your words not to include the word corruption. I think it is highly corrupt. I'm just trying to describe <laughs> it. Um, you know, I'm trying to describe it as fairly as possible. Bless. And then I think, too, the second thing is just it's a window into where the government has authority that we don't think about all the time. I mean, I didn't know until I started researching this story that the board members of TVA are confirmed by the Senate. That's a yeah. that's a big deal and just kind of strange to think about. And I think it relates very much to the discussion that we're about to have about the Green New Deal proposals. That's exactly what I was going to say. But we will save that because we're going to talk about the Green New Deal. Before we get to the Green New Deal, Paul Manafort has trouble telling the truth. I love all the breathless coverage about why he would lie. And I just want to say, because he's breathing, because that's clearly what he does. That's how he knows to survive is to lie. This time he lied after he struck a plea deal with the Mueller team. So they went to court and said, we don't owe him any duty under this plea deal because he continued to lie. And he claimed, oh, no, no, I just forgot, guys. I forgot some things. And the judge says, no, nice try. You lied. And lied intentionally, right? Like Mm -hmm. like intentional is a big part of this opinion, which I think is interesting because that's a pretty serious finding a fact from a judge. I feel like we need to just do a public service announcement. If you are entering into any kind of cooperation agreement with representatives of law enforcement, it is going to say, don't do any more crime. Every time it's going to say, from here on out, don't do any more crime. So you can't do this plea deal and then go forth and do more crime. We This came up with AMI and Jeff Bezos. And now here we are again with Paul Manafort. Everybody, you have to stop the crime if you're going to plea. Stop lying to the FBI. This is another thing we keep going back to. Just don't, it's a bad idea. It always ends badly. I'm just going to put that out there. It always ends badly when you lie to the FBI. So cut it out. Seems simple enough. We could do lots of palace intrigue about what all of this means. The best description that I've heard, and I apologize because I don't know who said it. I was listening to the radio, was that this is another piece in understanding some kind of theory around triangulation between the Trump campaign and Russian actors and WikiLeaks. Mm. And eventually, that is the story that is going to be told to Congress. And I think that Congress already knows. It's been interesting to hear this reporting coming out of the Senate Intelligence Committee that they pretty well have agreement on the facts of what happened. They have disagreement about what those facts mean. I love the quote where the, I forgot who said it, where he said, well, if you're waiting for somebody to, for Putin and Trump to sign a note in blood that says, let's collude, that's not going to happen. But that doesn't mean there wasn't any collusion. That's probably how all of this is going to turn out, that Mm. we're going to have an understanding of the facts, but very differing perspectives on what those facts mean. And that is a call to action for our Congress to better define Mm. what is and is not illegal during campaigns. 
Speaking of quickly collusion in the Russian government, did you read that the Trump administration has dramatically reduced the budget and staffing for the Justice Department Commission in charge of preventing foreign interference in our elections? I sure did read that. Mm. Yes. Did it make you feel good? It made me feel really good. I cannot understand a universe in which that makes sense to anyone. I really struggle. I want to give the administration as much benefit of the doubt as I can. Just as a human being. They make it so hard. They make it really hard. and, And if I were above reproach, I cannot imagine making a decision to defund agencies that are trying to make sure that nothing wrong happens again in the future. Like there's just never anything coming out of the administration that I hear and I think they're really looking out for America. And here's something to consider. If you are one of the many, many people currently running for the Democratic nomination for president, the United States government and its law enforcement are going to be most likely hamstrung in their efforts to prevent any foreign interference. So my bet is whoever comes out on top in the nomination and perhaps even who wins the presidential election will understand that in 2020, the person who has campaign apparatuses, staff, strategy, technology dedicated for themselves to combat or prevent foreign messaging with regards to their candidate will rise to the top. That is a part of what it means to be prepared as a presidential candidate now. Sucks, but it does. And so all of you out there, be thinking that you need media, you need social, you need ground, and you need a strategy to deal with foreign interference. Because like I said, I don't think that's going to come from the United States government or its law enforcement agencies. And I think part of that strategy, and I think Senator Gillibrand is particularly well-suited to deal with this component of it, is radical transparency yourself. Disclose Mm -hmm. everything you can possibly disclose yourself and get ahead of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that will be true for any Republican challenger to the president as well. If there is to be a Republican primary challenge, that person is perhaps even more than any one on the Democratic side going to need to be prepared for this kind of thing. Okay, next up, we are going to share the five things you need to know about the Green New Deal. Summer is here. Pack your bag with sunscreen, your emotional sport water bottle, and that steamy bee treat. But wait, don't stop there. This year, there's a new kind of essential that's right at your fingertips. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods, goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy offers a modern approach to romance through high quality and captivating audio fiction. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash pantsuit. Dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This year is going by so quickly, and I had a little bit of a moment of panic about it this week. I thought to myself, I'm losing track of time. It's going so fast. It's going to be December before I know it. My kids are growing up, and I just kind of was spinning out. 
And I stopped and I closed my eyes and I pictured my last therapist, who I haven't seen since the end of 2020. But I remember the way he talked me through these issues. And I sort of channeled his energy and put my feet on the ground and thought, this is just how time feels now. And there's nothing wrong with that or right about it. It just is. But those skills that I learned in therapy are so important to helping me take a second to celebrate what's going right and decide what I want to adjust for the rest of the year. If you're thinking of starting therapy, which I cannot recommend enough, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Pantsuit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Pantsuit. The second most stressful thing after planning a trip is packing for it. This is true. This is a true story. I have just told you the clothes I have don't fit. They don't go together the way I want them to or I'm missing some essential piece. And then I discovered Quince. It's my go-to for high-quality vacation essentials. Like this premium European linen dress that's going to get us all through the heat wherever we're traveling. Blouses and shorts from $30. Washable silk tops, premium luggage options, and so much more. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than their similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I got big plans for my Quince chiffon pleated skirt in Japan. They like a loose, flowy look over there to battle the heat. I will be adopting that strategy with that skirt. Pack your bags with high quality essentials from Quince. Go to quince.com slash pantsuit for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pantsuit to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pantsuit. First thing, before we start talking about the Green New Deal that I need America to do, chill out. The first thing we want to say is that this is more of a vision statement. It is not a law. People are acting like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has the power to ground every airplane in the United States tomorrow. Chill out, everybody. What Representative Ocasio-Cortez has put together is a non-binding resolution. The term Green New Deal is not a new one. Thomas Mm -hmm. Friedman coined that term in 2007. And part of what I think is interesting in sort of the history of these initiatives is that a lot of these ideas were baked into the $800 billion stimulus package that the Obama administration passed. And we just have a a kind of flip in motivation here. The Obama administration folded green initiatives into dealing with an economic crisis. And now Representative Ocasio-Cortez is folding economic initiatives into a climate crisis. Mm -hmm. Non-binding resolutions are often used by Congress to sort of express their disapproval or approval of something they can't either vote on because it's not really their jurisdiction or to express types of moral support. They're usually very straightforward. I mean, they've been used to express support for a democratic Taiwan or disapproval of President Bush's troop buildup. So the scope of the Green New Deal is dramatic, but the way a non-binding resolution is used is not very dramatic. It's not dramatic. It's just this is a 
really unusual non-binding resolution. And what makes it a non-binding resolution versus law, and I, I hope that this is a fair characterization, Sarah, as I mentioned up front, I think it's hard to talk about this without infusing some opinion into the mix because what it is at this stage is a whole lot of what and some when and very little how. So there isn't anything really concrete enough in this to be a law that gets enforced. You, there would be no way to enforce it. It's more like saying Congress is declaring this is our roadmap. So this is what we've done right now. We've declared a roadmap. So the number two thing is it is a very bold roadmap. It is calls for meeting 100% of the country's power demand through clean and renewable energy and a zero emission energy sources in 10 years. Now, the IPCC report, which we've talked about previously, calls for similar action in a 30-year span. So when people are reacting that it is a bold and dramatic vision, that is true. It is. But it's also, again, just a non-binding resolution. Bold is one word. Because climate (laughs) experts who put the IPCC report together believe that 30-year period is a really aggressive timeline. And so this 10-year timeline is that is where some of the good faith criticism of the Green New Deal comes in. The third thing, which we just mentioned, is that it's not focused solely on traditional climate change policy, but it really folds in an economic vision that includes all manner of policies that aren't traditionally related to climate change, but the Green New Deal advocates are arguing are inherently related to climate change, which is economic inequality fair wages, free education, job training, a lot of economic policy related to the income gap is folded in and presented as a way to fix both, right? We can spur these industries, we can have this development by addressing climate change, and by doing that, we can use people to address climate change and therefore increase our economic activity and really create some growth inside our economy. So would you agree with this characterization, Sarah? I think that Green New Deal is a little bit of a misnomer for this because it is more of a reimagining of what government's role is to effectuate environmental justice, social justice, economic justice. Well, then I think that I still think that's applicable to the New Deal. I mean, that's what the New Deal was. It was a complete reimagining of what government could do. Well, what I mean is green. I mean, I think it sounds like this is completely driven by climate policy. And as I read it, I thought, I don't know, climate policy is mixed in here, but it seems like more of a three-legged stool to me. Mm. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, I think that the grounding vision in the same way that the New Deal reached far beyond pure economic development policy and became infrastructure and became education and became all these other things. So maybe the idea is that This is the motivating factor in which we're going to reimagine a lot of things. The fourth thing that you should know is that the rollout of the Green New Deal has been difficult. Mm. And part of that is because of the things, the first three things that we've talked about. I think it would be difficult under any circumstances. This is a very different way of legislating. It is a very ambitious set of priorities. It is a very controversial set of priorities. and. An FAQ was accidentally published on Representative Ocasio-Cortez's website that pledged to support jobs for every American and a livable, family-sustaining income 
for people who are unable or unwilling to work. And clearly, that is an easy one to write lots of think pieces about if you are a conservative who is not interested in any of this. It's so interesting to me because I felt like all the headlines were, oh, it was a botched rollout. There were all these things wrong. And then you would read the article and basically it was, they said, unwilling to work. I mean, it was like this one, these three words were the center point. Look, it's a ridiculous thing to say. It shouldn't have been in there. But it's so interesting to me that they described everything as fallen apart. Oh, everything is exposed because they included the words unwilling to work. Earth Breeze Eco Sheets look just like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra-concentrated, liquidless laundry detergent. It's the best of all worlds. Earth Breeze is tough on stains and odors while being kind to the planet and your skin, so it's good for sensitive skin. It reduces plastic waste. All of these things are true and amazing, but let's get to the heart of it. Y'all know I have a laundry system. You know it revolves around training children as young as possible to do their own laundry. Earth Breeze Sheets feels like they were invented for this. Because littles maybe sometimes struggle with those big, heavy jugs. Or maybe you worry about the pods, but here we go. Here we go, y'all. Earth Breeze Eco Sheets. It's like the perfect solution. A child as young as two can handle these sheets. And even with toddlers, like you can get them involved. And this is a way to get them helping with laundry even before they could do it themselves. Ugh, God, I love it so much. Right now, our listeners can receive 40% off Earth Breeze just by going to earthbreeze.com slash pantsuit. That's earthbreeze.com slash pantsuit to cut out single-use plastic in your laundry room and claim 40% off your subscription. earthbreeze.com slash pantsuit. We do quite a bit of hosting here at the Silvers household, and I think there is nothing that completes a table for dinner. Like a beautiful loaf of bread and wild grain has made that so simple because they send gorgeous loaves of sourdough bread. Lots of spins on the ingredients, but always just this fantastic, high quality, easy to bake in 25 minutes or less from frozen bread that turns out perfectly every single time. I also have to tell you about the free croissants for life that come with your wild grain orders. And those croissants make the morning, your brunch, maybe your late night snack, flaky and like you're sitting in a French cafe and they're just perfect every single time. That's what I love about Wild Grain. It's easy, it's consistent, it's fully customizable. It is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. For a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit, or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, a.k.a problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing, you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. 
No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. So I think that some of that is people just seizing a headline and running with it, for sure. Probably the vast majority of it is that. I also think it is revealing about the vision here. And I think that a lot of the vision outlined in plan fairly supports that that is part of the motivation. And I don't think that is a universal sentiment among Democrats. And part of why I think this was so damaging is that this is a hard thing for Democrats to get behind when the rubber starts to meet the road on it. And the inclusion of phrases like that, that you can find support for in the text of the draft resolution, are, are tough. The other thing that has made the messaging around this difficult is that Mitch McConnell, you know, feels like it's Christmas and is excited mm-hmm. to make everybody go on the record about this. And so he scheduled a vote. And then you have Democrats saying it's bad faith that McConnell wants to have a vote on this, which has also provided opposition messaging opportunities. It's very easy to say, well, you introduced a resolution and you're mad that we're going to vote on it. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fifth thing we want you to know is that it does have wide support among most of the Democratic presidential candidates. On December 14th, 2018, a group of over 300 local elected officials from 40 states issued a letter endorsing the Green New Deal approach as well. So I think in in principle, it has a lot of support in the Democratic Party, especially because you have a new branch of the party pushing the party overall more to the left, particularly on climate change. What do you think that support means in principle? I, I almost interpret that as Pretty much everybody in the Democratic Party agrees that we need to do things about climate change. Yeah. As we work through this list, though, of what those things are, I cannot imagine consensus, even among the Democratic presidential candidates who have endorsed this approach, that that they would prioritize issues exactly the way Representative Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Markey have in this draft. No, I don't think that. I think you're right. I think it's more... Because it's a non-binding resolution and more of a we want to be aggressive in addressing climate change and income inequality. Sure, I'll sign on to that. So it is a 15-page document. It doesn't take a lot of time to read through if you are interested in some of the particulars. And the particulars, again, are not very particular. You know, it, <laughs> it calls for, like, overhauling transportation systems, working with farmers and ranchers. You know, there there are broad strokes of... These are things that we should go away and work on. But I suggest reading it for yourself because I think the coverage, whether the coverage is celebratory or derogative, misses a lot of what's just in the document. Mm -hmm. So those are the five things we'd like you to know. Think about, read the document. We'll be back on Tuesday to share our opinions more in depth on the Green New Deal. As always, if you have not ordered, Our book, I Think You're Wrong, But I'm Listening, A Guide to Graceful Political Conversation. We would love it if you would check it out, see what you think, and leave a review on Amazon if you've already purchased it and loved it. We'll include the links in our show notes to, if you give a rep a book, the spreadsheets for the United States House and Senate, if you'd like to send a copy of our book to your representative. And until next week, keep it nuanced, y'all.
Dylan Garvin produces Pantsu Politics every week. And thanks for making us sound better and smarter, Dylan. Elise Knapp is our production assistant, which means we could not live without her scheduling, organization, feedback, and creativity. Thank you so much, Elise. We couldn't make Pantsuit Politics without support from our listeners. Go to patreon.com slash pantsuitpolitics to learn how you can receive more nuance and help make the show better. Special thanks to our executive producers who have committed to supporting us in a major life-giving way. Tracy Putoff, Tim Miller, Cherry Haas, Sarah's husband Nicholas Holland, and my husband Chad Silvers. Learn more about our live events that we're involved in and what we're reading each week by signing up for our weekly newsletter at pantsuitpoliticsshow.com. And connect with us and members of the Pantsuit Politics community by following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.